recording. All right. Ben. All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Turn myself into a pickle, Ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> That's it. I'm using this before our... I'm Pickle Tony. <laughs> Not exactly radio. Back at it again. Hey, what's up? We missed you. Uh, Kevin was very upset that we did dad stuff without him. Uh, so <laughs> we did dads without him. Oh, we did some dads without him. <laughs> He's pissed. We, did. <laughs> we went on a spree of having sex with all the dads of Milwaukee and Wisconsin. I, oh, I was thinking you were saying dads as in the acronym. What's the acronym? Oh, yeah. We pooped Day together. after drinking shits. Oh. We call each other up and we list off what we drank the night before. And it's like, yep, that's what I'm doing too. They, uh, a- uh, they recorded from their respective toilets. Is it really your homie episode. if you're not going to call them when you're on the toilet? No. For I, moral no. support? Exactly. Hey, man, I need you right now. Let's get this turd together. all right anyways jesus christ hey what's up it's not exactly radio with me one of your hosts benny k and tony i got all the coconuts bitch tony tony i got all the coconuts bitch tony and the one that brought us this album today mr kevin gesme thank you hey how we doing yeah well Thank you for the uh, I, it, it was going to be last week, but I figured to be on brand with Death Grips, canceling the show right before it's about to go on would be uh, <laughs> very on brand. Next That's, time uh, we could do that is Lauren Hill. <laughs> so, so yes, we're talking about the band Death Grips today and their album, The Money Store. And uh, it is an acquired taste <laughs> that that is a great way to describe it uh over the course of the few weeks that we've been listening to this album uh i believe i called it bdsm for the ears and tony said if uh smoking rocks were music that's how we would describe uh the music that death grips makes it's and i think they're both very accurate ways to uh if you if you're into that kind of thing you know it is a thing Yep, I, uh, yeah, no, the, both of those are very accurate because I, 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 wow, that's, <laughs> that's it. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Let's get, let's get some of that skinny out there. Well, The Money Store is the debut studio album by supposedly American experimental hip-hop trio Death Grips. I don't ever get the hip-hop in the whole business of categorizing them uh they're pretty anti-genre for me so just even trying to like put experimental in front of a known genre is silly but it's their follow-up to their debut mixtape uh ex-military um so they dropped this mixtape and then they went and got a uh, major label deal right away based on the hype of that uh so this was dropped on april 24 2012 uh it was leaked on uh youtube early and they just let it stay on there and then uh record store day was where you could pick up that vinyl Mm. um it was announced right away next to their second studio album which was uh no love deep web released later that year death grips consists of mc ride uh vocals uh 
Zach Hill on the drums, percussion, and production. Andy Moore on keyboards, programming, and production. Uh, probably Andy Moore, and better known as Flatlander, if you're in the music spaces, but that's neither here nor there. Money Store was met with critical acclaim, many praising its aggressive, angry, and punishing experience. For me, like I said, uh, that all combines to the way I'd explain it as anti-genre. You're not going to feel familiar with it at first at all, which is a cool thing. You don't know what's coming next. Um, I would only recommend it to people that just like aggressive music and are willing to get weird with it. Because I, I... I don't know how I would ever recommend this to somebody unless yeah. I already knew they were a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> if, what is if, they, if they went to certain sections of the internet, that would be my tell of being like, hey, have yeah. you heard of Death Grips? And that's the thing. I don't know that I'd recommend it. I would find out if they already know about Death Grips. I don't yeah. know that I'd ever say, hey, someone. I need to know how much time they spent in like Rotten.com. Are are you God. are you online or are you very online? Yeah, like the like yeah, exactly. Like how has someone ever told you to log off? I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, say, um, is this like 4chan the the, the album here? Or so the to... band really did get its initial wave of hype on the music board of 4chan. Oh. Uh, Zach Hill was a frequent poster there and went with ex military a few of the tracks and music videos were initially uh, shared and circulated through there. And that's where they got their initial uh, hype train started. And that's how you get shit leaked early and stuff. Even if you are making a major label debut. Um, But yeah, uh, it's just, it's aggressively anti-music, which is probably somebody like Ben, he just couldn't find a safe space this little snowflake over here. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> come on uh, now. Well, no. Like, oh, come. Like, it's not. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. I was going to say, are you really upset I called you a snowflake? No. no. I'm like, no. <laughs> Move on. <'Cause>, Damn. <laughs> well, no, you sounded upset. I was like, oh, are you upset? I'm upset uh, for him. Anyways, Mr. Snowflake here. Because God damn it. It's just making it, it worse. <laughs> it is obnoxious. Like, when I first listened to them, too, because I heard all the hype, I was like, why? <laughs> and then i for some reason kept listening i'm gonna say for me it wasn't the money store that got me into death grips it was bottomless pit uh which was their second to last album that they just put out um and i don't actually know why i got into it i know i listened to it because i saw the review come across my youtube channel from the needle drop and if there's a second wave push for Death Grips being uh, listened to by the mainstream, it would be Mr. Anthony Fantano giving them rave reviews on his YouTube channel. Um, that album, like you said, Tony, like it was aggressive and violent to my ears and i'm like why at first and then like i still kept listening to it and then i saw them live at riot fest and now they're just one of my favorite groups when were they at riot fest uh, a couple years ago the Damn. year i want to say before they had uh i want it I want to say it was the year that the misfits were the headliners oh that year i missed so fucking there it is 
Damn it. Uh, and telling from the photos, it's as intense an experience as I think it is. Yes. <laughs> the because uh, they don't the, at Riot Fest they didn't have anything going on stage like it was all bathed in purple lights and smoke so like you could barely see everyone on stage and that's just what the show was they didn't like not even like strobe lights no like color changing or anything it was just them and like it was just the energy of the show that like made it fucking awesome it's kind of that triangle of either when you see someone live, hopefully they have either not sounding like exactly like they are on the record and a bountiful of energy or not one of those things. And then also like a six state show, like you're going to have two of those three triangle uh, corners really amplify a great show. And if you have all three of them, like, hey, it's probably one of the best shows you're going to be watching in ever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, opening up uh, the money store is Get Got. And uh, it's one of those safe spaces, those lily pads where it does feel orchestrated. It's one of the more orchestrated tracks. Is that one where you feel comfortable, Ben? Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Like, it sounded like... I'm not saying the whole album was trash or anything. <laughs> oh, I know you're not. I, no, Sounds you're like not. you're calling it a hot I'm, piece of garbage. I know. Which, I, hey, I, they, would, they would appreciate that. <laughs> talk, yeah. talk dirty to them, Ben. Call them, ba- call them bad boys. Spank yeah, them. Just, yeah. Little... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, no, I... Because I, for me, it is interesting. The parts that are melodic, that are more familiar and then how they will just scat all over it like scat isn't shit uh, uh, uh MC, ride, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <no. laughs> MC ride should scat over a song sometime but with some of the <laughs> slurring he does with his lyrics uh, <laughs> I mean kind of it, it kinda does <laughs> but also I mean fecal matter uh, this is one where there isn't as much fecal matter being thrown on it right do I get that right <laughs> I would say I, like- I would say this is one of three tracks on the album that you could release on a hard rock station as like a single. Is right. somebody on this or in this group a descent a, 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 a relative of Gigi Allen at all? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Yes. They're from okay. Sacramento though, so like who knows how much that plays into it being that no cal shit. I get I, I get where you're going there, but also one of the people in Ben's black, so GG Allen probably wouldn't like that. Oh, is he a racist? <laughs> I never knew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was not a, he was not a good person. Uh, but I guess... Outside of showing for for uh, uh, Vulgar Displays, the second album cover for uh, No Love Deep Web does prominently feature one of the band members' penises. Sure, it's pixelated out, but like that's just the album cover. Still a dick. Um, Still a dick? You can tell it's very much a penis. <laughs> one yeah. way to uh, describe it is this is a haunted electronic track. This is a track if you took Nine Inch Nails to the wave that had um, ample molly. Uh, mm-hmm. 
just because that's not really Nine Inch Nails' scene, you know? That's more, mm. uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not that happy. Like, this is somebody that's trying to make somebody that has a gun in their mouth try to dance a little bit. That's what Get God is. <laughs> uh, and then it's kind of, it's, as much as I love the anti-genre description of it, the other way I could go with it is, like, industrial hip-hop. Yeah, that's the closest. Yeah. Like, as as for you describing it with accepted genres and experimental hip hop, I guess kind of covers that. But like, there is so much of an industrial influence in the production here that, and it's throughout the entirety of their catalog. And like, Death Grips is kind of like if uh, if clipping smoked crack. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> Speaking of crack, so yeah, there we go. Yeah, if clipping was on crack, it'd be Death Grips. So yeah, I guess there's the hip hop. Um, and then, so we'll go into II, which is this is probably I got the fever. This is probably where Ben started to get scared. This is. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was scared the whole way through. Like I didn't even know. Like, like I might have. I might have felt safe a little bit in some areas, but it was just like this is terrifying. But at the same time, it was like a good terrifying. Yeah, like time, it, it's like a haunted house. Yeah, yeah. You're a big bitch about going to them. And then when we get out, you had fun. <laughs> I, what are you talking about? No. Uh, hey, at, at least you go to them. I'm a big yeah. enough of a bitch where I just don't go yeah. to haunted houses. <laughs> I can't, I I can't think, stand it. First of all, I want to defend myself. I do not get scared going to haunted houses. In fact, I go to the front. I'm going yeah, to bring it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Here we go. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to talk about it. That one time Cheddar is like, Cheddar, our very skinny friend who's like 42 pounds when he's soaking wet. He's like, I'm gonna be in the front this time. And then I also had Tony's wife, Jess, right behind me. So I'm like in between them two. You know, we, we, usually, we usually like a Reinhardt. You know, uh, I was gonna say, I was, <laughs> I was definitely a tank in this whole situation because when we go through the, when we go through the beginning of the, the house, it's everyone's fine. Everyone's in a line, everyone's got everyone else's shoulders. And then when we leave the house, I'm wearing Jess like a backpack while I'm trying to like pick up cheddar from the ground. And I'm just like, oh, cool. That was a very fun experience. It was a lot of fun because I laughed the whole time. But you should pick up better, like the whole game just use them as a weapon. <laughs> the monsters out of the way. I could. I can do that. That's basically what I did to pick his ass up off the ground. It was like it was like whipping out a towel that was wet. That's what I did there. <laughs> um, I, the melody in this just feels like temperature rising. It feels like at the end of Resident Evil games where the uh, wherever you are is going to blow up because there's always a counter at the end mm. and it just feels like that's what's going on it's like we're in self-destruct mode in II to and, use uh, a, uh, another uh, controlled fear metaphor this is get God and the fever are that climb up the initial hill of a roller coaster mm. oh so this okay. is just all that nervous anticipation that you're just racking up here. And then uh, a little bit of a genre it dips into is, uh, and it does list it, is hardcore. Like MC Ride mm -hmm. would be a front man for a hardcore band. 100%. Because <laughs> his lyrical breakdown at the end of this is just straight up like a hardcore band one where I'm just like, yeah, I want to do the stupid windmills and bullshit. <laughs> 
Um, next track I have highlighted is Hustle Bones. Do you have anything for Lost Boys or Blackjack that anybody? Uh, Lost Boys is your first uh, going down that hill, uh, and Blackjack for me is just it's the start of one of my favorite three track runs on the album. Uh, I just love the production on Blackjack and just the uh, the synthetic quality, like. If I can say something about Lost Boys and Blackjack, it's that they sound like what I think the future sounds like. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's a good way. And, and like that's also what I like is because so one of the ways they build this shit is they just take a sampler out in the world, whatever they're doing, whatever they're catching. Like they they like to just document sounds and shit. And so I'm always trying to figure out what sample are and are what. They might be using something like a layer of a sample under, you know, above the keys. So it sounds like, you know, it's just playing with real world sounds is really interesting to me. And yeah, that like you, this is where I really came into play. I feel like that makes it more like maybe that makes it more terrifying because it's like real life. Like sometimes <laughs> when you use when you use music, sometimes they use it. I mean, people use it as like an escape from something. But then when well, yeah, you bring different aspects I mean, of like you're in a studio, you're surrounded by nothing but the music itself. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like if you're taking like something like a, <laughs> it, it doesn't help to take like a familiar sound from something that you think is like comforting and then they make it terrifying. Yeah, and then they'll stretch it out and this thing it creates anxiety or creates just it just yep. the sound fucked up. <laughs> Lots of anxiety for sure. Um, yeah. It, that that I mean anxiety is another. It does this phantom does kind of feel like having anxiety attack and trying to ride it <laughs> ride the waves like maybe mm. an anxiety attack on a on a roller coaster ooh. ooh ooh and then the roller coaster goes through a haunted house oh ah! and then you smoke crack oh god <laughs> <laughs> this is all crazy while, all while wearing a gimp suit made of leather hey yeah. we've, that we've is brought a, it all while taking up. a shit <laughs> so <laughs> hustle is, bones so this is like a roller coaster <laughs> with a fucking hole in the bottom, that'd be amazing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like how Kevin just dismissed all of that. Like, so hustle bones. Let's go on to it. Uh, I think this is might be my favorite. Uh, there's like, yeah. Uh, it's between well, this and uh, I've seen footage for my favorite. Uh, yeah, album. there's a few. Okay. Anyways, I love hustle bones. Um, you know that SpongeBob episode where they're cavemen. Yes. Yeah. I picture Caveman SpongeBob singing this, like for some reason, but like spazzing out and just oh, again on crack. I could yes. But every time I see a picture of Caveman SpongeBob, I literally just picture Hustle, like the song Hustle Bones and Death Grips in general. Like, like if MC Ride could look like SpongeBob with a beard and a, uh, a mallet, it would look more <laughs> like Caveman than it actually does. Uh. Yeah. This is the soundtrack of every nightmare I've had where my teeth are falling out my mouth. Yeah. And yeah. and I know and I know Hustle Bones coming out my mouth is more a reference to the fact that uh, he's spitting lyrics on that grind, making that money, hustling the game. But all I can think of with that imagery of bones coming out of my mouth is like my teeth are falling out. And and, and I just feel and it's just a never ending like waterfall of just teeth just all growing in and falling out yeah like it's horrific and like it sounds to me like some ddr shit 
like mm. the the actual song like it should be like some dream pop ddr <laughs> shit yeah. but then there's just this hardcore singer just fucking screaming over it just having a breakdown over it uh i know i just i love it because it's just that's again jess would hate this shit <laughs> if i put on hustle bone she would be so fucking mad like, at Tony, me what is this <laughs> she and the reason why I know she would hate it all, it's not even because she heard Death Crypt before. I kept her safely away. <laughs> uh, but one time I had a mix on and I was in the other room and JPEG Mafia, a song from uh, Black Ben Carson came on. And actually, now that I think about it, that's actually the closest from a hip-hop MC that I could say is close enough to Death Grips. Uh, his Black Ben Carson album, it has some of this same, just raw anger where it's kind of fucking freaky and not out. But anyways, there's a track called Digital Blackface. And it's really obnoxious. Most of the time he's just talking over the track, but it's another industrial angry and you know even just anti melody and she was texting me the whole time what the fuck is this what the fuck is this and then i came in and saw what it was and he has not gotten over that song she doesn't understand why i had it on the mix why i like it (laughs) and i was trying to explain it but yes no uh no. <laughs> no, yes, no, no. <laughs> but no, I love Hustle Bones. Uh, it's, it, it, it's horrifying. I will yeah. say, like, I do like the beats and everything. Like, the, just the flow of it, because it is kind of terrifying, along with that, uh, the DDR song that you guys are mentioning. So I, I, I do enjoy this song. I do enjoy this song. Once again, not a bad album, just something I would not listen to. I, well, I'll say that again. That moves us into what I think is probably the most accessible song. If there yes. is a quote-unquote pop song on the album, uh, it'd be I've Seen Footage. Uh, granted, it's talking about watching people die and get mugged on the internet and all the other crazy shit that you see in the real world because we now have cameras everywhere and if you want yep. to watch it, you can watch it. Yep. Uh, and that's always a curious thing to me, right? Because in some ways, I think it cheapens humanity a lot. For a lot of people, it all of a sudden becomes the snuff porn, and they watch enough of it, and I think they devalue life. But then, in other ways, it's vital, right? Right. Because we've seen all this horrible shit, and that's why I feel more solidarity with the people that we should, we, you know... That's another thing, too. <laughs> it's I, didn't, like, I didn't think our desensitization curve was going to be so steep, and yet here we are. And even uh, now that I'm a dude watching the boys now, the, the <laughs> boy, boy watching the boys and talking just, about just it, my boys, yeah. dudes rock and all that. Watching that's the another boys one. is a lad. That's another one where, you know, it has a ton of violence, and then uh, I got, you know, because you guys are caught up, right? I can Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch. I haven't them. watched season two yet. Oh, yeah. oh at all? Not at all. Okay, so that's. I'm, you... I'm just gonna binge it from start to finish once the last. When episode. he I can't drove do this. through the whale, you didn't even know what I was talking about, and that's okay. Nope. You will still be happy as hell when you get to it. And spoilers don't affect me anymore. Well, yeah, we've discussed that too. Uh, yep. Good story tends to be spoiler proof. Like you like to avoid them, but if you hit them, it tends to not ruin a good story. Anyways. Uh, uh, young black uh, 
probably teen, maybe young adult, is punched so hard that his face caves in and you see his sister react to it. And it really affected me because we see so much violence like that mm -hmm. and so many people don't care. They'd rather just see it and move on because for some reason it excites them. And so that image really stuck with me after I turned it off because I'm like, how many people like that just enjoyed looking at that? And then versus me where it just immediately made me think of the and how, yeah, so it, 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 that part fucked me up. But yeah, I've seen footage. Uh, yeah, it, 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 if it does tackle that subject, then that's a really fucked up, like, how is that affecting our monkey brain seeing so much real-world violence? I won't say there's a lot of things to take away from Death Grips as a band that you should, like, hold to your soul. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of the songs are just, like, do murder and smoke crack and <laughs> rob stores. But stay annoyed. Paranoia. That there is... A lot of shit out here happening. Take that and hold that with you. They are grabbing people off the street and throwing them into vans. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like all the co uh, cooked up, coked up shit you thought that you know people like uh, characters like uh, King of the Hill. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Daryl. Yeah. Daryl. You think he's full of shit? Or. Uh, Dale. 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 Not Dale. <laughs> That's it. I knew I was, I was close. Right. I was like, I'm not right, but I'm close. Where am I? Dale Gibble is mostly correct always, <laughs> except for his libertarian shit. Right? <laughs> Put libertarians in cages. They're all perverts. Anyways, <laughs> um, so, and then uh, we got something for Double Helix. Uh, other than I just like Double Helix and System Blower. They're just two really good songs and a point of the album after you get through that first half where you could expect it to dip a little bit if this was side b on a record it's a very strong start to it uh system blower there they are they are they have to be sampling something like some sort of like huge uh fan or something i was thinking like an hvac or something like that that is just the noise that that thing makes is yeah I was trying to figure that out too, where it just, it sounds like it's in like, I, what was it like, was it one of Tim Burton's Batmans where they're in this huge, uh, like, fan? When, when you're walking into uh, Batman the Ride at Six Flags Great yes, America. Exactly. They, you just got that giant, like, fan kind of, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like that's where this song was recorded. <laughs> um... And then the cage. Uh, this sounds like that. I like the laser show that's going on in the background. Somebody's getting murdered in it at the laser show, but that's what the melody in the background. It feels like it. Yeah, mm. for sure. It sounds like for me, like it's one of those like just cool laser shows. Nobody on the stage, just lasers. Uh, oh, what was that? There was a horror movie a few years back where people got like an invite to a rave and then like the collector the murder the collector that's where it he smooshes them all that's great <laughs> yes. god, what yeah you gotta watch the collector ben it's good my god they rack up the body count real quick in that movie i it might be on netflix it, still that's where i watched it 
It, it like, may be one of the best like mass body counts since Ghost Ship. I was gonna yeah. say Ghost Ship. Come on now. That was great. I think, we, I think Kevin, 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 did Kevin, did we watch that together? We might have. I if if we didn't watch it together, it was like within a day of each other. Because yeah, we're like we kind of did the uh, separate realization of like we should watch this movie. Yeah, and, I'm pretty yeah. sure we watched it together. So there's a lot of killing that one. That one's a good one, but yeah, the the cage is for sure the song playing. <laughs> I just like I like that no matter what song we pick in this album, we go and compare it to something horror related in some way. And well, because it's it's so much it's of a, it sounds it's like a violent album. Yeah. It, so it, much it, of it sounds like you are about to have a good time and then you don't. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a bad trip the whole way. Really. For sure, yes. Oh my God, that's why. Like when Ke- when Kevin said Jess might like it if she's drunk, and Tony's like, "Hell no!" And then I was like thinking, like maybe if I was drunk, but if I was high, I'd be like, "I'm having a bad time. This is not good." <laughs> uh, next, I got to get to punk weight. Uh, started my little journey into learning uh, not to be a musician, but to know how to make music, because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that's with the MIDI controller and anything. See, like they would probably agree with that because they do a lot of just production. Mm-hmm. That's why two of them are just labeled producers. <laughs> um, and then one's programming. Ah, that the musician that nobody can uh, form a band without a programmer. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Punkway, I really enjoyed because uh, that drum pad section. It's so fucking good. Makes me so happy, and I want to learn how to do that. And it's going to be a while before I learn how to do that, but I want to learn how to do that. Yeah, you can still, you know. But yeah, it's just so aggressive, and just how it's thrown in the middle of it. It's just like, just like, whatever. Like, I picture it as being the last piece of this song, and it's like, fuck it, whatever. I want to play some drums. And for our uh, horror reference for the track here, uh, there's a repeated line sampled that's in Arabic, and it translates to, Oh, Noi, whose signs manifested animal sacrifices held on his door. Oh, my masters, it releases horrors. My God. 25 they punk weight! I wonder if they need, like... A certain amount of plays in order for that curse to work, you know. So, I'm just gonna do that drum section over when you guys are yeah, talking. Yeah. All right, <laughs> deal. Doom, 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 boom. Then we move into my uh, third favorite, or my second favorite three-track run here between "Fuck That Bitch Please" and "Hacker." <laughs> just yeah. fuck the two that. <laughs> Into bitch, please, you must be smoking rocks. Okay, that one was a pretty entertaining song. I will. Yes, that that has the best hook. (laughs) Easily the best hook of like any of their songs, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, it and then, yeah, that that song is how I can see why they got just a major label deal out the gate because there's just so much going on there and it's one of the times they're okay with making it sound a little bit more orchestrated yeah so it would uh put you in a false sense of security if you heard this song before any of their others yeah absolutely. <laughs> i i could actually have seen like 
Killer Mike writing the lyrics to this one because it's just so braggadocious and verbose that yeah. uh, it, it's it's a little off kilter from the rest of the catalog, but it, it slaps so fucking hard. And it's definitely the most hip hop. They are yes. hip hop, hip hop here. <laughs> I do enjoy. I do enjoy that they use the word fucker. I don't know why, but I enjoyed that part. I like I fucker as the contrast to uh, or the opposite side of the coin to bitch. Yeah, I don't know why I like it as. Yeah. but it's it's fun. Yeah, fucker, like, fucker, please should be used more. Yeah, it should. So should, I agree. We should, we should start using that more. Fucker, please. Fucker, please. <laughs> but yeah, so that would put you in a because it, it it is the most musical of their musical <laughs> music. Um, uh, I could see, yeah, if you played this first, I would just picture this. Oh, so this is probably the build. It probably builds up to this track, and this is the most aggressive track, right? <laughs> and it's like, no, this is this is the kiddie pool of their <laughs> music. <laughs> this is the part where we're still wearing floaties. And that's why Ben loves it. Yeah, exactly. Floaties, you say it's like It's like we're falling the whole time, and then Bitch Please is like, hey, here's some floaties. You're having a good time again, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, last uh, track. Let's talk about these coconuts. Yaka can't handle this shit. I loved playing my broken-ass, stupid-ass football game that I somehow still play because I'm a stupid asshole who buys sports games every year. But I did like listening to Hacker while I was playing it, especially if I'm in enemy territory, you know? Yeah. I'm in your area. I'm in your area. I'm in your area. But I do love that. It's Yeah, like, I just even love calling the song Hacker, and then, yeah, just, like... You know, uh, 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 yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Mocking somebody and like, you know, intimidating them. Uh-huh. Like, we got you, bitch. Um, and then uh, it's very much uh, calling out the mainstream of, oh, you think you're weird? Welcome to what weirdness actually is. Right. Yep. I do and enjoy it. Go and ahead. it really what has inspired our comic corner this weekend. Look at that transition. Yes. We won't transition just yet. But, that good. but that is why I came up with our comic corner question. Because I'm like, this song is about, like, you think you're edgy? <laughs> I got all the coconuts, bitch. Abel's turn. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also love singing about singing, uh, you know, season the means of production, right, MC Ride? Right. Fucking coconuts. Make you want to rob an Apple store. That's it. Wow. Let's do this shit. I Let's, do want to rob an Apple store. I kind of do want to break into <laughs> an Apple store. Let's rob people. Let's rob people. Let's uh, start robbing people. All right, let's I, do it. And then I forget I'm not a violent person. Yeah. Let's Either try PCP. I heard it makes you violent. Okay, there you go. salts, right? <laughs> we'll start eating each other's faces. That's what's going to happen there. No! What? You must not eat each other's faces. Put the mask on, because then you don't see how tasty your faces are. Exactly. Mask saves lives. <laughs> What a transition. That was Death Grips. The, mu- the, the, the fucking wow. It's just. You could say we all. It, it wasn't the crack we smoked on the way. Or no. What am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it wasn't the crack we smoked on it, the it way. Was, no. It, it, it was the amount of crack we smoked after the crack we smoked. Death Grips. Death Grips. Are what, are what Ben calls 
his methods when he's given himself yep. <laughs> a little fucking. afternoon delight. Yep. Now we're just fucking fuck you, man. <laughs> that was not about the stores we robbed, but the crack we smoked along the way. That's, That's where it. I was trying to go. That's it. There you go, Kevin. All right, let's move on. <laughs> do some crack in the comic corner. Comic corner. So hold on. We got to make that drop. Comic corner, comic corner. It can't make the show any worse. And it happened. So here we are, the comic corner section. Obviously, the show can't get any worse, right? I mean, come on now. Uh, so this week we asked, we know that uh, we have some annoying taste in music. So what are some of the things, what are some of the, what's some of the music that you listen to that annoy your friends, your family, your significant other, your dog, whatever, anything? Give us something. So we had a lot of responses because that is quite the fun question. And let's get it going with Mr. Gramza, Kevin, Gramza, that's, 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 Amzer's, that's Amzer's last name, my bad. Mr. Uh, John Gesme. Papa John. John. Papa Pops. John. Pops went with ABBA uh, as his music that he listens to that annoys other people. And it, before we hopped on the show here, it kind of got us talking a little bit of uh, the recent trend of people not really uh taking kindly to saying that pop or disco sucks anymore mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh this this might be a trend in the other direction so dad getting out in front of it there <laughs> uh he loves mama mia too favorite movie of all time told me yesterday him and mom did go to the theaters to watch the first mama mia so it's, yeah, there it's, you go. Not, it's all about the sequel though right here we go again. It is the one that has uh, Waterloo in it, so I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Mamma Mia. All uh, right. Next. Alan. I'm oh, sorry, Alan. I was like, <laughs> I didn't know. I thought you were doing it. Sorry. Alan Hallis, good guy from Breaking and Entering, had us be judges for a show. We were supposed to judge uh, a show again this year. Runs Breaking and Entering, which yeah. if it's local Milwaukee music news, you can find it at Breaking and Entering. Yeah, it's all good. And then uh, sometimes with us, rarely, but like compared, yeah. uh, we're going to go on the Breaking and Entering's cast next month, though. No, we're, no that's, a, that's actually a different podcast. We're doing Ben's podcast, Mr. Nice Guy. Well, yeah, but it, it, it does it go on there? Yeah. Oh, fucking it's a, sick. It, it's, a, it, it's, it, it's a Breaking and Entering joint. Okay, dig it. Dig it. How do we become one of those? Oh, I'm just kidding. We don't need to. Unless we can. Alan. <laughs> Anyways, Alan, sorry, I'm just overthinking here. Alan Hallis uh, says that he really likes re- reggae, especially on a rainy day for some reason, but you can only, you can only rock steady for so long, according to the people around him. Uh, I disagree. R.I.P. Toots. R.I.P. Toots. R.I.P. Toots. Toots and the May Tales. But also, uh, a- Alan, I mean, you might be hanging out with the wrong people. So, yeah. well, come on. We would appreciate rock steady the whole time. Let's go. Um, Amber, I have to do this one because it's Amber and I love her so much. Amber, uh, randomly put on top of spaghetti. You know that song? You know what I'm talking about? On top of spaghetti. Yeah, we all sang it back in yeah. uh, elementary school. We did. So Amber put that, and I, I and I called her out. I'm like, Amber, I've never heard you once play that song 
around me ever. And then she's like, yeah, but people probably find it annoying. And I think it's just a cute song. I'm like, you're right. Okay, fine. <laughs> also, Whatever. how many times are you uh, opening the door for her to play that song? You having spaghetti and meatballs every day of the week over there in the... Uh... <laughs> we, we, we don't really have spaghetti. We don't really eat noodles. I'll see. Oh, you got to get on the zoodle. That's the, well, hold on a second. See, we didn't make spaghetti squash. Ah, there you That's go. That's good shit right there. So we should, I'm playing that song next time we make spaghetti squash. <laughs> God damn right. We just had some last night. Why didn't I play it then? God damn it. Anyways, next opportunities. up. Alyssa Olsen dropping bright eyes says it's my favorite band, but the only other friend I have who loves them and everything Connor does like I do is Ruthie. Yes. Our good well, friend. Then, Ruthie. then you should have been listening to my last year. Top five albums where I put Connor Oberst in the top yeah. five. Yeah. Wow. Alyssa. Wow, wow, I'm talking about you right now, but you don't, wow. you don't listen to us. Wow, Alyssa. I'm calling I'm calling her out right now. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> call her out. Drag her. I have Casadega on vinyl, which is their actually my favorite Bright Eyes record. Check that out if you never have. Um okay. then did they also just have, put out a new album? Uh yes. Just, or am I making things up? No, they did. Uh Casadega came out 2012 it was like something like right before that uh folk pop wave he kind of like got ahead of it and released stuff that kind of became the type of stuff that kind of super popular like right after that Mm -hmm. um but casadega is a great record um it's one of actually my cooler vinyls i'll have to show it off sometime uh you know those like things that we used to get in like cereal box and stuff the stupid like little decoder thing and yeah yeah be like it looks like QR code now. That's what it reminds you of. But you would put the decoder over there and it would show you an image. Mm-hmm. Albums like that. Oh. The inside jacket. Like it has a whole scene, a whole art scene, but you have to like, it has a little, it brought a little insert along and you have to view it through that. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, but that's a great record. One of my favorites. Uh, and just wasn't as, that was when, you know, he fell into his career of just, you know, Bright Eyes like top peak was before that. That was uh, what the I'm wide awake. It's morning. There yeah. we go. It's post that. All right, Tony, talk about your wife. Uh, she put Home by Philip Phillips, which is like it was just like this HGTV commercial song. It was just advertising the network HGTV, <laughs> and it just is like gonna make this house your home but it was that folk pop again. Yeah. So that was just like catnip to her. So she heard that song and immediately put it on a bunch of playlists. And she's like a lot of people where once they like a couple new songs, it's Mm -hmm. only those songs for like two weeks. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) So I just heard that song for like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And then (laughs) a long time on a road trip. And that's when I had enough of it. So she really wants to remind me of that. (laughs) <laughs> she's like tony what pisses you off the most <laughs> so next up here joe good friend of mine from green bay good dude he listens to eminem he thinks people are annoyed by him listening to eminem uh if it's anything in the last decade yeah probably 100 <laughs> percent. oh man <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry my guy oh, hasn't yeah. put out a good album since encore oh or the joe. show whichever which one had uh without me on it i like, think it was the, show wasn't it i remember like <laughs> the other year he had like a bar about 
pushing Lana Del Rey down some stairs. Like, it's like, we're kind of over beating up random pop star woman you don't like. Right. <laughs> and then, you can uh, also stop uh, dropping the F word anytime. And I don't mean fuck. Yeah. That, he still does then, that? Yeah, he still does that. Damn it. And then uh, I remember his anti-Trump rap last year was... Hey, he said he said the Packers in there, so I was. Uh, it, it, it was uh, it was uh, hardcore, or it was uh, rap battles of history, cringy. <laughs> it was because uh, it was just like in this empty garage, or empty parking <laughs> garage, or something like that. It's somebody that definitely cipher. It's somebody that didn't has not thought about politics ever, probably, but heard that it's really popular to hate Donald Trump right now. So he was like, this will get me back. And I mean, he still has stands out there. Shout out to Joe. Sorry. Yeah. Eminem. We don't like him, but you know what? <laughs> hey, you, know, uh... you were right. You were right. You, you know, you listed somebody that others might find obnoxious. Yeah. And we just, we proved you right. It's good to be right. It's good to be right. Another right, person who's Trevor. right. Trevor, Trevor, a man after my own heart here saying Alice's Restaurant, my annual Thanksgiving uh, Facebook, one of two videos that I share. Uh, Alice's Restaurant, the original 1967 recording, runs 18 minutes long. It is an Arlo Guthrie masterpiece. What the fuck is that, decline? <laughs> it, it, it covers everything. It covers Thanksgiving. It covers the war. It covers the legal system. It covers... Uh, littering and you know it's littering it's and. it's littering and sorry god sorry <laughs> it's it's perfect but at 18 minutes long i can tell you on more I than could, one occasion yeah. i've had people who was like how long is this song when is it over we get it <laughs> and especially was... at the end of the uh song where he deliberately doesn't go into the final chorus because he has to wait for it to come around again on the song because he like gets God. halfway through and he's like, well, that sucked. So I want you all to sing it real good this time with feeling. Oh, God. And then he I just was... keeps playing and he's like, you got to wait for it to come around again. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me of two things, uh, two songs. One, um, OAR, Crazy Game of Poker, that live version that's like four hours long or whatever, yeah. that one song. Uh, and then also, there's this band called, oh, fuck. It used to be one of my favorite bands. Carnival. They have this song called Dead Man. And I remember I used to, it's not a good, like, a song. <laughs> it's not a good song that you want to, like, play while you're out and about at, like, a bar. But every time I would go bowling with people, I would want to, I would want to have my songs play the most. So I'd always pick that song to play. And, like, it's a downer of a song. And it should not be... 10 minutes long but it is and i and i fucking play it while people are bowling and trying to have a good time so if i had a name killer. if i had a name on it for actually probably be jpeg mafia too. uh mention them earlier just because i understand if you don't like peggy <laughs> it's uh it's <laughs> an acquired taste uh especially again uh album like black ben carson that's one of those where i like the messaging and uh the themes of it more than the music 
yeah. So I don't even listen to it that much, but it's like it has some great messages in there. Uh, no, don't call me. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> it was next. me. What are you doing? All right, sorry. Next uh, is our uh, my friend Claire. Uh, good person, nice person, but uh, good person, nice person that listens to country. So, uh, man, I see, don't know. I have I have some <laughs> arguments because she's well, yeah, very you, broad. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I should. We should. We should interrogate it. Are we talking church? Uh, Eric well, Church, are we talking? Darth <laughs> hey, I saw Eric talking? Church live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's a church <laughs> head right here. I, I did. I actually... I, I did. Part when of the choir? She, when, she, uh, when she put country, I was like, is there anything specifically that you mean by that? And then she didn't respond back, so we'll never know what she means. Left you hanging. Left me hanging. That's Some of right. Zach Brown band kind of slaps. <laughs> Other of it's not. <laughs> hmm. most, most, God. And then moving on to our good friend, Cody, he thinks that he annoys people with dance all days by Wang Chung. And by the way, I forgot that Wang Chung did anything else besides Other everybody have fun, fun tonight. Yeah. Fun tonight. And then I was like, Oh, this song. And it's actually a damn good song. D- dance all days. Oh. Hell yeah. I'll have to check that out. Um, uh, Sam, a person not after my own heart. I remember my parents hating MSI back in the day because they're trash and garbage and awful. Wow. She didn't yeah. say that part. She didn't say that part. That's, that's me editorializing there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they go on. I mean, they are pretty obnoxious. See, they agree with me, uh, but I still love them. Yes. <laughs> Kevin's like, do with that. Um, Paul's just talking about the entire hard style subgenre dance music. Yeah, I don't want to even delve. <laughs> I mean, it well, makes sense. But you, that, that, you go Google that yourself, audience. Yeah, uh, sounds and, annoying to me already. I'm already <laughs> turning into an old man. Uh, Dusty, good friend of mine that plays a lot of fantasy football. Uh, mm-hmm. Lots of fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Really good dude. He Not says, doing so well in that. Well, I. Ugh. Nobody cares about your fantasy team, so I'll yeah, you're about yeah. to you're about to talk about. I'm like, aren't you the one that says nobody gives a shit about your fantasy football team? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Dusty says uh, he annoys people with Taylor Swift, and his wife immediately responded with "Yup." And along that along those lines, his wife Nora said that she listens to Dr. Dre, and Dusty responded, "Just not around the kids." That's the only time. That's the only time like he would like Smoke her weed to, every day. Yeah, <laughs> the chronic. 2001. Oh, that wasn't off of uh, Taylor Swift's folklore? <laughs> no, smoke weed every day. Also, I forgot, uh, Corey, Nick, uh, he also so- agrees with Dusty saying that Taylor Swift is great. Taylor Swift is great. Mm. Uh, on to Chris Dreggy, good bud of the pod, saying yeah, War is no. the band that he listens to that uh, others would find annoying. I'm sure Ellie has more than a few choice words about a, a chunk of the uh, uh, music that Chris listens to there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Especially, uh, the, he's the rare person that listens to Guar's recorded music. God bless him. <laughs> uh, uh, as Ellie would say, not morning music. And yet, I- Guar would probably be played a couple times on the drive to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, another buddy of mine, Stefan. Or Steven, I should say. I forgot his name is Steven, sorry. Uh, he said the Numa Numa song. He actually made a video superimposing my face on there with uh, a picture that I had. Or I think it was from a video that I made a while ago. And it's me singing the Numa Numa song. But then it also got cut off of Facebook because it was copyrighted. So, <laughs> so. Got him. 
So uh, there's that. There's that. Um, Cassie, Erasure, A Little Respect. I have no idea what that song is. Yeah, I don't know what that song is either. She put it up there and I was like, I don't know what that song is. But, I mean, I can't hate it if I don't know it, right? Oh, yeah. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Danger J says if they want the house to themselves, they'll put on some hiccup, specifically mini thin. Now, I listened to, before this podcast happened, I listened to like five seconds worth of mini thin. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> this is going to be garbage. But, I, you know, I might have to give it a shot. I want to just see what happens. I want to see what they have to say here. I feel like Big Sweat. <laughs> I've showed you guys that. Uh... <laughs> He has squad up. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Rolling with my squad. And then there's like another one too. And God. those those are kind of fun. Those like where those came up again during uh, Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but <laughs> uh, we'll continue here because yes. we still have a lot of content here. And we do. Uh, whose turn is it? I'll do it. Lindsay. Uh, she said that she's try, try being the girl whose favorite band was Coheed and Cambria. She said, LOL, I got so much shit for it in high school. Which, I mean, like, Coheed and Cambria isn't that bad of a band. It's one of the things that they slap a lot, but it's because he sang in a falsetto. So uh, people yeah. that were uh, not secure with their masculinity is going to be scared of that. Yeah, I knew I used to be one of those people who was like, oh, he's singing in a high pitch like that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because now, like, you know, especially Welcome Home is one of the most slappiest songs that came out during that era. That song is just like if Iron Maiden and all the gods of metal, like, actually, like, gave the powers to Coheed and Cambria for a track. It's awesome. Um, And, no, I like a bunch of their other stuff, too, actually. But Welcome Home is an undeniable track. I remember that even showing the haters that and them being like, okay, that's a cool track. (laughs) (laughs) Like zombie march is so good yeah exactly uh so it's even on my near the bottom of the list but vinyl still eventually acquired you know and mostly thanks to that song but that's a good album in general too also good art just that strong red three roman numeral three on a black background just Mm -hmm. looks cool looks badass all right one last entry tony let's see it uh, which Kevin is this? Not this Kevin. Not not that Kevin. <laughs> so not exactly Kevin said he listens to not exactly radio to of not uh, annoy others. I just I just said to him. I said <laughs> as long as he's listening to it around. I approve right. that. Thanks, Kevin. You son of a bitch. I put him last specifically. Anyways, so last week we did a whole episode talking about the Packers and Dad music. And Kevin was mad about that, so we're going to do something a little bit different for hyper-specific. Oh, no. And here oh, come. oh, here it comes. Here comes that boy. Hyper-specific. And we're back. Hyper-specific. <laughs> it is the anti-Kevin hyper-specific. So, uh, Death Grips of Edition. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, we're going back to Death Grips. Tony, just, give him the rundown of what we're going to do. My net oh, is out. We I'm are gonna <laughs> shut up. Oh, shut the, your mouth, Kevin. Nothing. Oh, no. It's oh, Kevin being a dick. Man. No, no, no. I did something while he was being a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what we are gonna do is we are gonna go track by track over Death Grips the Money Store, and you have to give us the dad band 
plus track equivalent. And there is only one right answer for each one. Oh, shit. <laughs> I told, you, I told it, you, Kevin. You're going to be wrong. if you get it wrong, you will get yelled at. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I go first. Tell yeah. me the dad band and track for Get Got. What directly inspired it? I asked them each time, and they got back to me right away. Uh, Renegade by Styx. Boom! No! So dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, Take the Money and Run by Steve Miller Band. Sorry. Boom! Sorry. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. Wrong. You're right. It's Tom Sawyer by Rush. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right. It's right in your got. You can hear it. Next one. It. The Fever AA. What do you got there? Uh, this one was a bit of a curveball. This one was uh, Redhead Chili Peppers with Californication. Boo! <laughs> it's Motley Crue, Dr. Feelgood, because you're sick with the fever and you need a doctor. Uh, I see. I see. I see. <laughs> Boo, Kevin. Boo. Uh, how about <laughs> is... the Lost Boys, though? You got this one. Uh, the sax solo from the movie The Lost Boys. Oh, he was. <laughs> he said saxophone, oh. so he was close for a second. But boo. Bruce Springsteen's Jungle Land. Ah, uh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, is, like, that is that is pretty good. I was like, that is a good one. I was like, I'm gonna do Bruce, but I'm gonna do a track that slaps. Okay. But not a, like, uh, super obvious one. All right, next one here. Blackjack, what you got for that? <sighs> the Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. And an ACDC, she's got the jack. Oh. Come on. Come on. Oh, man, he's, you're so bad at this. You're, really, you're, almost, <laughs> you're almost halfway there, and you haven't gotten one right yet, Kevin. Man. All right, you got Hustle Bones. I'm feeling it. This is one of your favorite bands. You got this. Uh, oh, one of my favorite <laughs> bands. This is going to be Pearl Jam with uh, Once. Nice try. But it's Kiss with Detroit Rock City. Oh. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Okay, halfway done. Actually, we're not halfway oh, done yet. After this one's halfway. After this one, so we're almost there. I've seen footage. This is I've one seen of the closest ones that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Won't get it right, but it kind of makes <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I've seen footage is definitely uh, moving pictures by Rush. Boo! Boo! We already it's used Blink. Rush. It's Blink One Eighty Two. <laughs> Aliens exist. What? 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 <laughs> what? They're considered a dad band now. <laughs> yeah, they're old enough. Yeah. If you started in the if you started in the nineties, you're a dad band. <laughs> That's right, Kevin. Rethink your game. Rethink your game, Kevin. Um, double helix. Uh. Think of the old stars and bars. Uh, Ted Nugent, uh, Cat Scratch Fever. That would have been well, good. That was that was good. There is an animal involved as well. Skinnered, Freebird. Oh, Freebird. That was good. That was good. All right, all right. Next one here. System Blower. I don't oh, have a clue. Now, 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 this one's just the Beatles Helter Skelter. I said, Ooh, sis, I said that would have been good, but no, I put. Bob Dylan's Sub- Subterranean Homesick Blues. Oh, that's a good one. That's... Yeah. 
So boom! <laughs> the cage. Uh, I'm gonna throw you a curveball here. While not from the '90s, Cage the Elephant was a band that was adopted very early on as a, a, a dad band. So it's a uh, no it's rest dead. for the wicked. That, that's a it's, good one because it is that, a dad band in the sense that they basically play Foo Fighters music. So any well, the first band. album, not the rest of it. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But still, any band trying to fit in with the Foo Fighters crowd, yep, immediate dad music. Yeah. I was uh, gonna say their first album is definitely a, a dad album now because I fucking love the shit out of it. But uh, one of the two kings of dad music, Steely Dan, reeling in the years. Because are you reeling in the ears? All right. Next one here. Punk weight. Hey, look. You got a hint. The hint yeah. is in the actual track title. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a dad punk band. A dad punk band. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. You'll agree when you hear it. Yeah. I'm going to go with... Uh, hmm. Dad punk band. Dad punk band. Green Day. With... Longview? Oh! <laughs> it was American Idiot. Oh. Oh. That's pretty good, though. Pretty good. Got so you on. got, I got, you got point. 0.5. Point <laughs> 0.5. Point <laughs> point five. This is ridiculous. Right. Uh, next is uh, what is the dad song that inspired Fuck That? Uh, Limp Biscuit with Hot Dog. <laughs> The oh, one where they good. say fuck uh, 58 times. <laughs> or 48 uh, it, times. It, it was the Foo Fighters learn to fly. Oh, that's true. So, boom! <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting... My voice is starting to hurt me from saying all the boos. <laughs> all right. The rest of them, just, uh, just, per, just throw in some boo samples. Okay, I will, yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. I'm, I, I have boo samples ready to go, so I'm not even lying about that. All right, so, nice. bitch please, what do you got there? Now, now you can think... Uh, the Stooges, I want to be your dog. You know, that is Damn good. Quit, quit, quit thinking a good song. <laughs> yeah, stop thinking a good this song. This is like you know. full-on shit posting. We, <laughs> yeah. I did mine at 10.50. I did mine as soon as he put the document up. We did this really quick. Like, it was really quick. I, well, I'm just giving you my snap choices. I, there's no editing going on here, folks. This is me off the top of the dome. <laughs> and that's why you booed us when we didn't do it. Well, off the yeah, top of the that's dome. Right. So anyways, uh, bitch, I, did, I didn't boo you. I booed that playlist y'all picked because you said the Foo Fighters <laughs> weren't on it. And if that isn't the modern day gods of dad music, I don't know what is. That's, I it's mean, uh, it's True. You're right. It was it wasn't the greatest playlist, but either way, you're still wrong here. Uh, the <laughs> the, uh, the the song was "Better oh, Man" by Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. just gonna. I was seriously just gonna put it just as Pearl Jam, and that's all I was gonna put. But then <laughs> Tony, put Pearl Jam. <laughs> Tony was just like, "You gotta pick a song with it." I'm like, "All right, fine, I'll do it." But. And now, finally, Hacker. If Foo Fighters are the current modern day kings of the dad uh, of the, the, the king dad band, this is the all time. This is the. Uh, oh, it's is- Led. It's Led Zeppelin with uh, "Stairway to Heaven." Ah! Immigrant song. Ah. Damn it! I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get it." So I, got a, I got a full one point. I full got two halves. Because yeah, because if Foo Fighters is the king dad band, Zeppelin is, is just yes. <laughs> it, it, it is the stairway to heaven. Is 
like when dads die and they're walking up the, to the pearly gates, it's Led Zeppelin lo- welcome in there. And even though they belong in hell, yeah. so it's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> uh, they're really there just to play music and then it's back to hell. Hey, your dad definitely wants Zeppelin rocking out at the wake. Like yeah. it's not, that's, yeah. that's just something he wants happening. <laughs> All right, that was good. That's enough berating. That was great. I love that. (laughs) We'll have to do that more often, so we just berate each other. (laughs) (laughs) Yell at each other. Name a song that rhymes, that goes with this. You fucking wrong, by the way. All right. Stupid. (laughs) Not exactly radio. Thanks again for listening. Uh, That was our take on Death Grips. And fuck, oh my God. Just like this show, it was kind of up and down, just like Death Grips. Oh my God, it was everywhere. Uh, so I'm your host, I'm horny. Benny K, and that is Tony, just Tony. Tony, just Tony. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us. Stay annoyed. Stay annoyed. We're going to get out of here. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. I trust that you expect